What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Ray Talks Live. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button and also leave a comment. You know, it helps out. It'll definitely help out the podcast if you've been enjoying everything that you've been hearing. Tonight's episode, I'm going to talk about something that is on everyone's mind. You know, we all want to seek it. We all want to find it. And then when we do find it, we want it to be everlasting. Wanted to last for as long as we can possibly let it last, and that is love and marriage. So tonight I'm going to talk about love and marriage, you know, and I'm going to use myself as the prime example, you know, and sharing some of the details about my marriage and how things have been going in terms of love, and just that role of you know being a husband, 2021, where in many cases marriage doesn't seem to last long. And a lot of times when people get married, they seem to just jump into it and sort of make a mockery of it or make a sham of it. So I want to talk a little bit about love and marriage, the way how I see it. And like I say, I'm not no expert. You know, I'm not no psychiatrist. You know, I didn't study this. You know, I could just go off of real life experience. That's as best as I can do. And try to pass on maybe some wisdom to someone who might be getting ready to venture into this new phase of your life because that's really what marriage is marriage is a new phase of your life that the goal and the hope is for it to be long term you know until death do you part all right so for me i'm getting ready to come up on my 13th wedding anniversary uh, it's been 13 years almost 13 years of marriage with my beautiful wife however we've known each other for 18 years now and you know a little bit of a strange fact is that I met my future wife through her older sister. You know, her older sister and I met first. We were cool. And when she moved to Atlanta when I was still living there, and when she moved up, her sister came and helped her move. And that's how I got to know her. And, you know, we sort of hit it off a little bit. And, you know, long story short, this is where we are. Almost 13 years later with two beautiful kids. All right. But, the one thing I love about my wife, and even with any kind of relationship that you have, and even if it's marriage, you got to be able to support one another. You got to have each other's back. You know, you got to be able to keep people out of your marriage, you know, because the more and more people that are in your marriage, the more problems you'll have. And I'll talk about that a little later on. But my wife has been a big supporter of me. She's supported me a lot. She's been my number one supporter uh, in a lot of things that I have done in my life. And actually, this podcast was actually her suggestion. You know, she was saying, you know, as we were talking one night over the Christmas break, going in, get ready to go into 2021, she was like, you know, you should do a podcast. You know, saying, man, you know, you love to talk, being that you're a social studies teacher. You, you love to share good stories. You're very detailed. You can be funny about it. And then lastly, she sort of told me, like, you know, you sort of tell stories almost like a grandfather, one of those funny type grandfathers that tells stories, but sometimes you look at it and say, okay, it's too long and winded, you know, in that sense. But she's been a huge supporter, huge inspiration, and like I say, it is because of her, this podcast has started, in a sense. But let's move and talk about love and marriage. And particularly, you know, I don't want it to be like it's a certain racial type marriage thing. 
know, I mean, obviously I'm going to speak of it from a black man's perspective, a black husband's point of view of looking at love and marriage because social media today and the way it's presented today seems like there is no such thing as love and marriage. You know, you can't have a happy marriage. You know, people are always trying to get what you don't have or trying to get what you have. And some people, as I say, sometimes rush into things where there is really no love. There is no not knowing someone. But however, love and marriage, especially, you know, from a black perspective, is very special. You know, it's very unique. It's powerful. And it speaks volumes, you know, and it shows that marriage can work. You know, it, it does take a lot of work. And that's one thing I have learned in these 13 years now that it takes a lot of work. You have to be truly committed, solely committed to it, and as well as you have to have unconditional love. You know, you have to have un- unconditional love. And I'm going to go into a few of those things, some of these a little bit later, but definitely, as many people will say, communication is definitely key, and you got to be committed. You know, if you're not all in and you're not willing to work at it, or put in the time, put in the effort, then, you know, you're just wasting time, you know, whereas if you're not serious about it, and you're not serious about trying to make it work, and then more importantly, you're not serious about taking those vows that you stood up in front of God and spoke, then what's the point of being married, you know? But in for all of us, love or even a relationship you know, everyone deserves that. Everyone deserves especially to be happy. Everyone deserves to be loved. And unfortunately, a lot of times, many people don't know what love is. They go out seeking it and sometimes seek the wrong type of love in life. But you have to understand that, you know, everyone wants to be happy. And if you're not happy, you can't stay around. You know, because then you're just taking years off of your life that could have been perhaps something different. But one of the things I've learned, particularly in my life and in my dating times, is in terms of trying to find that right person and trying to find that right love to build something for the future, you got to make sure that you are done with your past relationships. If you're not done with your past relationships, all you're going to do is take the old baggage from that and you're just going to carry it over into the new one. And the minute, you know, that new boyfriend, that new girlfriend, or that fiancé, or that husband, that wife, does something that reminds you of what your past ex did, or your previous exes did, it's always going to be a problem. So, in one of the ways to help build that relationship, help build that marriage, you got to make sure that you have closure. Closure is the biggest thing. You know, I mean... As many times as many of us probably might watch those love shows and all those other kind of reality shows that want to talk about love and everything. But if you're not, if you haven't gotten rid of the baggage, you haven't got closure from your previous relationships before you move into something new, you're definitely going to have problems. And it's, it's always going to be there because you're always going to know what's going on. So if you're trying to find that love, you know, don't necessarily just go out and seeking and get with the first person. You know, you got to make sure that that's the right person, especially if you say you want to spend the rest of your life with, you want to grow old with them. You know, that's what you got to do. So now 
let's just talk about a few little tips that I have somewhat learned in my lifetime, especially from older men, uh, particularly in providing things, the experience, and then just being able to see things and learn. You know, one of the things, as I mentioned earlier, unconditional love is probably a very important thing, you know, because let's be real, there are some things that all of us do that will bug the hell out of our spouse. It's not that you try to do it on purpose, but that's just who you are. And there are just some things that my wife does that annoys the hell out of me. You know, it just irks me to my core sometimes. But, you know, I've accepted that. I've come to the realization to just simply accept it. That's who she is. I just deal with it. You know, and so, like, when I see things are about to happen, I try to react to it before it happens, you know. And then, like I say, probably, hands down, one of the most important things with any kind of marriage, obviously, communication is the key. You got to be able to communicate with each other, you know. And I know every couple has their different and unique ways of communicating with each other that the two of you would understand and maybe everyone on the outside would not understand. But communication is the key. As long as you two are able to communicate with each other, you can solve problems. You know, and there's going to be problems in the marriage. Simple as that. And then, of course, finances. Finances is very important. You know, those bills got to get paid. If those bills aren't getting paid, you know, obviously there's going to be trouble in the house. Simple as that. You know, you got to make sure the bills are taken care of, the finances are taken care of. You know, my wife and I, we somewhat split some forms of our utilities. My wife says, I'll deal with the mortgage, and therefore I deal with everything else. You know, I pay all the utilities. You know, I pay the, our car insurance. You know, I pay for the groceries. You know, I pay even for our Disney annual passes. I take care of just about everything else, whereas my wife takes care of the mortgage. Even though I still do contribute to it, but I take care of everything else. You know, so you got to make sure you... There is an idea of who's going to pay what and what's going to get paid, you know. And then lastly, one other thing I think also as another tip is there really shouldn't be a man job or woman job in the house. You know, certain jobs in the house should pretty much be everyone's job, everyone's responsibility because you're contributing to the house, you know. You know, a lot of times we sort of grow up and we see certain jobs done by certain people. You know, cooking is always considered, you know, the wife's position. Washing dishes is the wife's role. Laundry, the wife's role, you know. Probably even dealing with the kids, but disciplining the kids probably might be something that dad does, the father does, or the husband. You know, taking out the trash, you know, things like that. And, you know, other little things also make sure the house is taken care of. But there really shouldn't be uh, only man job and a woman job. You know, in our household, my wife, you know, she does about, I'll say, at least 75% of the cooking, even though she probably would say it's probably more than that. But it's not to say that I can't go in the kitchen and not cook up a meal, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you know, and as well as the kids. Our kids see that it's not just their mama's always in the kitchen. You know, they also see their dad can go into the kitchen and can cook too, that they can eat and be full and be happy. You know, they also see dad do the dishes, load up the dishwasher. In our house, 
also the kids know I don't want to do that. I do the laundry. You know, it's it's a funny tale about that. But I actually do the laundry in our household, and I'm comfortable with it. I don't have no problems with that. And, you know, and we do 50-50 when it comes to the kids, you know, and spending time with them, disciplining them, making sure they get their education on point, and, you know, and things like that. But I will, but I will say this. There are a few jobs or more important say I would say more is responsibilities that as a husband you have to do you know I refuse number one to let my wife deal with the trash you know my wife doesn't touch the trash you know she might at a very rare occasion might be tied a trash bag up but she don't that trash doesn't go out the house it's only myself and my son you know as I'm teaching him you know hey this is what your job is going to be in taking the trash out. And I also think that when it comes, and it might be, you know, an okay man thought, but I don't think a woman, especially if you're with your boyfriend, fiance, or husband, you should not have to be the one getting out the car to pump gas into the vehicle. You know, that's just the way I look at it. I've always pumped the gas in my wife's vehicle, even when we were dating. I, I just don't see the point. You know, I think it's, you know, a lot of men, we say, oh, I'm the man, but you can't be the man if you are, you're going to sit in the car while your woman is going to put her hand on that dirty gas pump and put pump gas in her own car. You know, like, come on, dude, seriously, you know. And also, another thing is that one of the things, like, when I'm walking with my wife, whether it's in the park lot or on the sidewalk, from the very beginning, I never let my wife, or even if I'm with my daughter or my son, I never let them walk on the side towards the street. You know, so if we're walking in the parking lot or walking on the sidewalk, I always make sure they go on the inside. You know, yeah, so if a car go out of control and hit us, yeah, hey, if I, if I lose my life, I lose my life. But, you know, that's what a man is supposed to do. If you say you the man, you the protector of the household, that's what you do. You put your life on the line like that, you know. And then also one of the things, you know, I'm a late, I'm a night owl. You know, I just for some reason cannot go to bed early. And just to give you a little side note, most of the, the podcast episodes that I recorded have always been late at night. That's just for some reason I, I operate better as a night owl. So generally I'm always one of the last ones in the house to take a shower I'm the last one to go to bed, so generally before I go to bed, you know, I always check the locks on the doors, check in on the kids and make sure they're doing good, and then, of course, I then go to bed, you know. And then probably one of the last tips I probably will give is you got to make personal time for you and your spouse. You know, you got to have those date nights, and although I know 2020 was rough for just about everybody, to try to do a date night but you know of course you got to be as creative as you can to some degree but you got to make time for yourself as well as for yourself you got to make time for yourself you know you got to be able to be away from your spouse for a few hours just so you can come back happy to see each other ready to see each other so like when we go to work you know i leave first because mainly I, because i have two tices so i have to leave earlier and you know you just Happy to see them when they come home, you know. But you gotta, you gotta find that little time for yourself, and 
at that time also that you guys can do together. You know, now those were just some of my tips that I had, but I'm going to give you some best advice that I received, things that people gave me. And one of them is this phrase that is a happy wife equals a happy home or a happy house, depending on how you want to phrase it. And I've heard that from particularly a lot of men from my church when I was growing up, you know, is you keep her happy, you got a happy house, you know. So if the wife is not happy, the house is not going to be happy. And also another one that sort of made me laugh a little bit was one where they just said, no matter what your wife do, no matter what your wife say, you just say, yes, dear, or you say, I'm sorry, dear. That won't never happen again. You know, you just you just go with it, you know. And another one that I also appreciate, this came from one of my cousins. We got married after her, and I asked her, I say, if there was one bit of advice you could give me, what would it be? And she told me straight up. She said, I'm going to tell you straight up. Keep people out your MF and business. You know, and she was saying, you know, I'm not trying to be mean or rude when I say it, but the less people that are in your marriage, in your problems, the better chance your marriage stands to survive. And I know it's tough because in this day and age, social media plays such a huge part. You know, it's one of the biggest culprits of any marriages because people don't have any discretion of not airing their dirty laundry, not airing their marital problems. You know, they're quick to pick up the cell phone and tweet out something or Facebook something. You know, instead of just chilling, maybe do a silent treatment for about an hour and then come back and work it out, you know. But I really appreciate it because that one really stuck with me from my cousin because, you know, like she said, you got to keep people out your MF business. And the less people that are in it, the better chance you have of surviving. And then just one final little thing for me about marital advice, and this is advice something I sort of thought of on my own a little bit, was always say thank you. You know, always say thank you to your spouse whenever they do something for you, you know, with the idea of never take them for granted. So although, you know, your spouse may always do something for you because they love doing it for you, always say thank you. You know, when my wife does something for me, even though she may love doing it, I always make sure I tell her, thank you, baby, thank you, you know. And that's just it for me. You know, like I said, it's just a little thoughts of what love and marriage is. You know, like I said, I'm not no marital expert. You know, my marriage is not perfect. You know, my wife and I, we've had our little ups and downs. But we have a very good, solid foundation in terms of our marriage growing. We have, we're very respectful to one another. We're honest with one another. And, you know, and probably the biggest thing between my wife and I, we crack jokes on each other. You know, we crack jokes on each other with no shame, no care. You know, I mean, we don't try to go too far or maybe hit below the belt, but we crack jokes. So that goes back to, you know, having fun. But like I say, no marriage is perfect. And like I say, social media is sort of like the biggest flaw out there because, you know, you can put on a, a front on social media, but what's really going on behind the doors, behind the walls, you know, and if anyone wants to tell you that, oh, my marriage is perfect, 
Ain't no such thing as a perfect marriage. There's no such thing. They're lying. Hands down. Because you're going to sit here and tell me you don't have no arguments. You've never had no disagreements. You don't. It, like, come on. That's just not even real. You know, let's just be real. You know, there's no such thing as a perfect marriage. You know, we all got to continue working to make it better. And like I say, my marriage sort of ain't perfect. But my wife and I, we work at it. We have a very good, strong relationship, a good foundation. And we keep on working from there and there. And I'm leaving with this in terms of for most people who they got married in the church. Generally, there's always the priest or the minister or the pastor. We'll always say this one scripture from Mark chapter 10, verse 9. What God has joined together, let not man put asunder. You know, so basically saying whatever God has brought together, let no man separate it. So those of you who are looking into marriage, if you got the right one, keep them. And if you're into marriage, you know, find those things that makes it good. As my priest used to tell me, you got to do the same things that you got to. You know, so however you got her, you got to do those same things 20, 30, 40 years down the line. All right. So with that, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please do hit that subscribe and leave a comment. And remember, you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Ray Talks Live. You can also follow me on Instagram at RayTalks underscore live. And if at any time you want, you can send me an email at RayTalksLive at gmail.com. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I am out.